Welcome to the Good Growing Podcast. I am Ken Johnson, horticulture educator with University of Illinois Extension, coming to you today from Jacksonville, Illinois, with a garden bite. And this week, we're going to talk about caring for spring blooming bulbs after flowering. Spring blooming bulbs are a popular way to add a lot of color to our landscape early in the spring. Unfortunately, those blooms are eventually going to fade, and it leaves a lot of people wondering what they can do to ensure that they're going to get blooms next year and subsequent years after that. Most important thing we can do for our bulbs is to leave the foliage on the plants. The plants need those leaves so they can photosynthesize and produce the food that the bulbs need in order to form flowers for the next year. If that foliage is cut off too early, mowed off too early, this can result in smaller, weaker bulbs that will gradually decline and eventually die out if that foliage is removed too early every year. We want to leave that foliage on the plants until it begins to yellow, yellow and die back on its own. At that point, it can be removed because it's produced all of the food, all of the energy that the plants need for that year. For smaller bulbs like snowdrops and squill, this can happen relatively quickly, that foliage dieback. On larger plants, things like tulips, daffodils, some of the more popular bulbs, it can take several weeks for this foliage to die back on its own. Again, we want to leave that foliage until it dies back on its own. One of the problems with leaving this foliage, though, is that it can become kind of unsightly over time. Plants look kind of ragged. Foliage isn't necessarily all that attractive on a lot of our spring-blooming bulbs. So some people, in an attempt to make their gardens look a little bit tidier, they'll take that foliage, bundle it up, and tie it together to make it a little bit less noticeable. However, we don't really want to do this because this is going to be reducing the amount of light that those leaves can intercept and therefore reducing the amount of photosynthesis that that plant can undergo and therefore reducing the amount of energy produced by the plant. So we want to try to avoid doing that, if, if at all possible. An alternative to tying up the foliage uh, is we can try to hide it. We can interplant annuals in with those bulbs to help hide the foliage. So as those, those flowers are fading on our bulbs, hopefully those annuals are starting to grow up a little bit bigger. They'll screen that foliage and provide some color in that area uh, of your landscape. You can also interplant your bulbs with perennials or interplant perennials with your bulbs as well. Things like hosta, phlox can do a good job of that. Again, they'll hide that foliage and provide some color, extending that bloom season in that area. So while we don't want to remove the leaves of the plants, it is a good idea to remove the old spent flowers from the plants, and this is going to help prevent the formation of seed pods. If we allow our plants to go to seed, that's going to be drawing off energy that the plants could be sending back to their bulbs and could potentially result uh, in weaker bulbs when we not get as good a bloom the following year if we let those plants produce seeds. If you do want to save seeds from your bulbs, go ahead, leave those seed pods on there and let them develop. It's important to point out, though, that a lot of our bulbs that we buy are hybrids, so they're not necessarily going to come back true to type or true to form, so they're going to look different than the parents. They can also be cross-pollinated, which can cause them to look different from their parents. You're also going to need some patience if you're going to be saving these seeds. It can take several years for plants that are grown from seed to bloom. For example, it can take five-plus years for tulips and daffodils to go from that seed to a blooming-sized plant. Another thing we can do for our spring-blooming bulbs, potentially, is to fertilize them. The best time to fertilize our bulbs is in the spring as they begin to emerge, but we can fertilize them after they're done blooming. If we're gonna be fertilizing our plants, we wanna look for a fertilizer that's high in phosphorus. That's gonna be the middle of those three numbers that we see on that fertilizer packages. So something like a 5105 would be a good bulb fertilizer. And typically we're gonna apply this at one to two pounds per 100 square feet. When we're applying this fertilizer, we want to gently work or water that fertilizer into the soil so we can get it down into the roots. It is a good idea though to conduct a soil test before we fertilize our plants to make sure if we actually need to add any of these nutrients to our soil. So good idea to conduct that soil test before you fertilize. 
if you've had bulbs in the ground for several years, uh, sometimes people will notice that those bulbs start producing smaller and fewer flowers over time. One reason this may happen is that those bulbs or those plants are starting to get crowded. Bulbs are often going to reproduce by division, so new daughter bulbs are going to be formed off the original mother bulb, causing those plants to become crowded over time. You're just getting more and more bulbs packed into that same area. So if this is happening in your landscape, those bulbs can be dug and divided once the foliage has died back on its own and those bulbs have become dormant. So carefully dig out those bulbs, dig out that cluster, lift them out of the soil, clean off the soil from the bulbs so you have a good view of them. Then you can separate the bulbs by gently twisting or pulling off those daughter bulbs from the mothers. While doing this, we want to check them and dispose of any that may be damaged or soft. Those soft ones probably have a disease and we don't wanna put those back in the ground where it could spread to our other plants. Once they're divided, you can replant those immediately back into where they were or in other places in your landscape, or you can dry them down and store them in a cool place. When I've done this, I put them in my basement and we're gonna keep them in that cool place until the fall and plant them like we would normally would, bulbs that we're buying from garden centers or, or mail order catalogs. Any of those smaller bulbs that you divide off of the mother plants, it may take them a year or two to begin blooming. So just keep that in mind. Those smaller ones may take a little bit of time to catch up and bloom with larger bulbs. Well, that's all I've got for you for this week's Garden Bite. Thanks for listening and keep on growing.